This is the Point of Drew Podcast. What's going on, Point of Drew listeners? It's Z and I here. We're back again with our second ever midweek mini-sode. We're back. And we got a good one for you guys. Uh, we're four weeks in to the NFL season. Uh, we're a quarter of the way through already, believe it or not. Um, so what we're bringing to you guys this week for the mini-sode is our first quarter NFL awards. Yeah, we've got, we're going to uh, talk about what rookies have stood out, coaches that are looking good right now. Uh, who's got the best unis, the worst uniforms, who's got the most swag, uh, who's looked good on, on both the offense and defense as a complete unit, um, you know, biggest surprises, things like that. We've got a lot in store. Uh, we, we decided we're going to skip the MVP talk. A um, couple reasons. One, it's just too early for that. Uh, who knows? And there's not really a, you know, there's maybe three guys that are even in it right now. It looks like it's uh, Russell Wilson in the lead. Mahomes is there. Rodgers is there. And who knows, maybe Josh Allen. Uh, but we can go ahead and skip that one. You want to start us off with uh, some some quarter season rookie of the year? Yeah, Ooh. quarter of the way in. Um, the rookie of the year has got to go to my guy Joey Burrow. Um, despite only having one win through the first four weeks, uh, I think he's already proven – um, that he's a competent NFL quarterback, that he's going to be here to stay. The guy has no protection, yet he still None. keeps throwing None. for um, 300 yards. And, yeah. and so he does have a decent receiving core, but um, he's proved to be quite a player so far. I'm going to name off a few quarterbacks that I already like him better than through the first quarter of the first season of his NFL career. Uh, I like Joe Burrow at this point better than Baker Mayfield. I like him better than Jared Goff. And yeah, Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl, but come on, man. Come on. I like him better than Jimmy G, another guy who's been to a Super Bowl, but we all saw what happened there. And finally, I like him better than Carson Wentz. I had to do it. Ooh, yeah, man. it could be controversial. <laughs> but, oh, uh, man, Wentz looks pretty shaky so far. I'm taking my guy, bro. He's the truth. Rookie of the year so far. <laughs> bro has looked good. Um, I've also been pretty impressed by another rookie quarterback. I think uh, Justin Herbert has come in and actually uh, impressed in the couple of starts he's had so far. Uh, at the same time, I think Burrow's been the better quarterback. Uh, you know, you talking about rookies, you've got to give a look to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's looked awesome in KC. He has. And he's definitely filling in, looking like a, he knows exactly what he's doing, fitting right into that offense as a rookie. He's impressive. also think C.D. Lamb has been really good for the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, they look like they may have the best offense in football, despite having maybe the worst yeah. defense. Uh, their offense has been awesome, and, and CeeDee Lamb has uh, really come on these past two weeks as uh, one of Dak's main targets. So like what I'm seeing from all of those guys, but going to have to agree with you on this one. I think right now the rookie of the year is Joe Burrow through the first four weeks. Joey Nails, we'll watch. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that, but he, he's the guy so far, I think. Yeah. Um, the next award we want to get to here, uh, I've nicknamed this the Ocho Cinco Award for swaggiest player through the first four weeks. Um, who do you like here? Oof, swaggiest player through the first four weeks is tough. Uh, there's there's three guys that it comes down to here. Um the three guys are Cam Newton, Josh Allen, 
and Lamar Jackson. Okay. I think Lamar Jackson may have the most swag of anyone we've seen in the league since Ocho Cinco, who this award <laughs> is named after. Lamar, there just couldn't be a cooler guy. Josh Allen is playing with the most swag on the field of anyone yeah. I've seen this year. Um, but then Cam Newton, man, the way he shows up to those games, he rolls in in the, you know, his yellow suits. Uh, it takes some swag to do that. So it's tough to choose between those three. I'm uh, I'm gonna roll with Lamar though. Like right. I said, he's got the most swag. Lamar in the in those all black Ravens unis, man. It's it's tough to beat. Agreed. Um, I'm gonna go with another player who who rocks some all black unis, and he did it the other Sunday night with some iced-out grills after you saw him score multiple touchdowns. Alvin Kamara for the Saints. <laughs> Boy, he was icy. Oh, my God. That's a good one. This guy lives for national television when he can pull out those grills. and uh, I've never seen more diamonds in someone's mouth in my entire life. So um, this one was easy for me. Alvin, Alvin Kamara, even if Ocho Cinco uh, was playing, he's got to give him some respect. Uh, yeah. Boy's got some ice. Yeah, 200K on the teeth. Yeah, that's that's. Swag right there. Uh, next award we're going to give out is uh, Coach of the Year through four weeks. You want to start us with that one, Barton? Who do you think has been uh, the best coach so far? Man, this one hurts to say. Um, it really does because I, I said some things in the, the preview episode that, that weren't too positive about <laughs> yeah, him. You did. But it's been Matt LaFleur yes, for the sir. Packers. Um Aaron Rodgers had, like, no receivers. He's had Devontae Adams out for a lot of the year. Alan Lazard went down last week. The guy keeps winning. He keeps yeah. throwing touchdowns. He's making it look easy. Um, I, by the way, last night, the Monday night game, uh, when the Packers just knocked the clock off of the Falcons again, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I've never seen the guy have more fun. Like, he, he, he looks to be having fun. He looks to be loving his teammates. Um, so maybe him and him and Lafleur have settled down. That that beef has cooled off. But um, whatever whatever Lafleur is doing, keep doing it because the Packers look like they're tough to stop at this point. Yeah, definitely. I love what Lafleur is doing. Uh, I was kind of surprised to hear this last night during the Monday night game. Um, but they were talking about how Matt Lafleur is really known as like this young guy coming into the league as a coach, and people talk about how Aaron Rodgers is kind of the old quarterback who's still doing it. Uh, I was kind of surprised to find out that uh, Lafleur's actually four years older than Aaron Rodgers is. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have thought they were a little he looks to the younger. Same age. Yeah, yeah, he does look younger. Um, I'm going to agree with you that Matt Lafleur does deserve to be coach of the year through four games. But a couple other uh, you know honorable mentions. I think Sean McDermott's doing an awesome job with the Bills so far. They're undefeated through four weeks. Um, I mean, their quarterback is much improved. Their defense is really good. Um, their offense is moving well, and, and you know they have a low-key great wide receiver core that I think has been coached really well. So like what McDermott's doing. Also, uh, I think Kevin Stefanski has done a great job and slowly turn around the Browns. We'll see. Uh, but three, three wins already for that team is uh, a lot more than they've done in, in some years, for, some yeah, total years. So. From a coordinator perspective, uh, you got to give a shout to Brian Schottheimer for finally letting Russ cook a little bit, <laughs> yeah, um, it's not just run the ball. And so, I, <laughs> Thanks for opening up the playbook a little bit, Brian. <laughs> yes, finally. All right, moving on. Um, interested to hear, Barton, who do you think has rolled out the best uniform so far this season? I mean, I love, I love, like I said earlier, I love the Ravens all black unis, but yeah. I think those Chargers baby blues, man, those, Ooh, those might be those. my favorite. Um, I can tell you what jerseys I don't like. What's that? 
And those are the Bengals, man. Oh, I agree. They got to clean something up over there. Uh, they're doing my boy Joe Burrow wrong. Um, but I, I'm going to have to go with Chargers so far. They look the best. How about you? Man, you, I think there's three uh, three categories in a row you've taken my answer for because I'm, I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. Although I do love the uh, Las Vegas Raiders jerseys. Um, I've always been a fan of the Raiders colors, but I think they uh, have some nice jerseys too. The worst jerseys um, – I'm not a fan of the the new Rams threads or the uh, new Falcons jerseys they rolled out for yeah. this season. Um, Pretty weak. Yeah, I don't like either of those. But I'd say the two best are the Raiders and uh, the Chargers. Like you said, uh, the Chargers jerseys are nice. Maybe maybe by the uh, you know the mid uh, mid season awards, the Bucks will broken out the cream sickles, and then we can we can have, we can have another conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for mid season awards coming in four weeks. <laughs> well, the next award we want to get to here. Uh, this has really two titles. Take your pick. The meme alert award. What players getting me? What player or coach is getting memed out there? Uh, can also be called the Nathan Peterman award. Um, <laughs> either either title works well for me. It's this is without question the easiest uh, easiest one to call. The easiest award to give out because man has Adam Gase our guy bug out. He's earned it. Uh, not sure what he's really doing. Not sure um, how long he has left. I can't imagine it's long, but. Uh, I don't think I've ever encountered one person that likes him or has, uh, for that matter, any faith in him. I really hope his family does. I hope, he, I hope they're rooting for him at least. Or, and and he's so a little too. nicer to them. But uh, so memeable. Bug out. Just keep doing what you're doing, I guess. there's You don't have much time. Yeah. Uh, Gase is memeable as well as another guy with the Jets and Sam Darnold. Pretty memeable guy as well. Um, I mean, the Broncos is, as a team are pretty memeable. The Falcons blowing every lead. Yeah, they're very memeable. The 28-3 meme will live on forever. That will live on forever. There have been some good we- good, good memes the past couple of weeks of the Falcons, too. Just It's sad what's going on in Atlanta. Uh, Matt Patricia, always memeable. But I think my winner for the award, and, you, and i got to preface this by saying that not all memes are bad. It's not always a bad thing to get memed because okay. they can be funny. They can be... Some good memes, and I'm going to have to roll with our boy Andy Reid with the face shield he's been wearing. Yeah. There have been some incredible memes of that. He, uh, he got things, you know, really, he figured things out after week one. Uh, the fog yeah. the fog was tough luck, Andy. And, exactly. Hey, he's just trying to figure it out, so, you know, you got to give props. Yeah. Mahomes doesn't need to look at his throws, and Andy Reid doesn't need to see through the fog on his, doesn't need to see on his, his face card. shield. Legend. But best memeable, uh, the Nathan Peterman Award. I'm giving mine to Andy Reid. Um, moving on now to a new category. Um, interested to hear who your best offense has been so far through the season, and who your best defense has been through four weeks. Yeah, and, and I think a working title for for either of these on the offensive side of the ball, greatest show on turf award, just like the '99 Rams, and then of course best defense got to go '85 Bears there. '85 Bears award, greatest show on turf award. Um, for the greatest show on turf award, I'm gonna have to go with the Bills through the first. First quarter wow. of the season, um, they can do it all. Jalen can run the ball. He can pass the ball. They got receivers. They got Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs, Dawson Knox at tight end. They're all playing well. Um, Devin Singletary is really running the ball well, and they got a, a pretty good offensive line unit. And so I don't really see any weaknesses. They're putting up points. They're moving the ball. Um, you know, if anything, it's been kind of their their usually stout defense has been a little suspect this year. And so um, there's some other candidates for this. The Packers are lighting up. The Chiefs are doing their thing as always. Um, but I'm going with the Bills as the great with the greatest show on turf award. What about you? 
I am uh, I'm gonna roll with the Seahawks for that award. I think the Seahawks have been incredible this year. Um, I mean, like you said, Schottenheimer's opening up, up that playbook, letting Russ cook, and it's paying off for him. Uh, Wilson's been the MVP so far through four weeks. That offense has been balling, and they've had to outscore teams in a few of their wins so far, and they've been able to do that. So I've been really impressed with the Seahawks. Um, I do think the Cowboys are uh, have been one of the best offenses in the league through four weeks, despite only the, a one and three record. Uh, Dak Prescott through four weeks is the most pass yards of any quarterback ever through four weeks. And he's on pace to break the NFL passing uh, yards record by about 1,200 yards right now. So what Dak's been doing is insane. Um, I mean, like you said, the Bills have been great, but I'm going to roll with the Seahawks for the best offense. Yeah, props to Brian Schottenheimer for, for opening things up there for, yes, uh, for Russ. That's awesome. On the defensive side of the ball, the 85 Bears award through the first quarter of the 2020 NFL season, I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, really for the reason being um, they've allowed the least yards through the first four weeks. Um, that's always a sign of a great defense. I think they have a good secondary. I think they can get to the pass, uh, the quarterback uh, with their pass rush. Um, I think they're built for the playoffs in terms of uh, how their defense can, can really stop teams from passing the ball. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers at this point in the year. Yeah, Steelers have looked tough, but I'm actually going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. I think their defense has been awesome. Uh, besides the, besides one game against Jacksonville where Minshew, you know, pulled out pulled out some Minshew magic. I think besides that, the Colts have been really solid. They have seven interceptions in only four games, um, and have taken two of those interceptions back for touchdowns. Um, I think the Colts have been really solid on defense, so I'm going to roll with them as uh, for the 85 Bears award. Give me give me the 2020 Colts. 2020 Colts. Yeah, man, my Colts looking good through through the first quarter of the season. Um, moving forward, the next award, the biggest surprise award. Yeah, so I'll start off with this one, and I'm going to go ahead and say the Bills have been the biggest surprise. Um, you know, everyone thought the Bills were going to be an improved team, and we're going to have a chance to, you know, give the Patriots a run for the division. Uh, but they've come out and absolutely dominated so far. They're four and zero. They're two games up on the Patriots now, who, who dropped to two and two after this week. Um, the Bills look like they're in a prime spot to win that division and contend in the AFC. Uh, so really pumped from what I'm seeing with the Bills. Uh, for me personally, I would say another name that should go in there is the Bucks. Uh, I was a little bit lower on them coming into the season than than a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people did expect them to be great and be a, a you know solidified playoff team. I didn't quite see that. But through four weeks, they have looked like they can be that team. Um, but going to have to roll with the Bills as the biggest surprise. I didn't expect 4-0 from them. Yeah, I think my the Bills have looked great, and, and my biggest surprise is, is pretty similar. Um, it has a lot to do with the Bills because it's their quarterback and his leap, Jalen's leap yes. um, into really what looks like, at least through the first quarter of the 2020 season, uh, a top tier or very close to that type of quarterback. Um, mm -hmm. I think Stephon Diggs, is, you can't really underestimate his uh, contribution to this team yeah, and, and how he's really opened things up as a, as a number one, as a true number one receiver for, for Jalen. But, um, man, he's looked good. I think you got to give a lot of credit to their OC, Brian Dable, um, what he's been able to do in terms of de helping Allen develop into the QB he is today. But, uh, man, I wasn't expecting uh, Josh to really take this big of a leap this early in the season. They have had a, a favorable schedule, but um, either way, he's been lighting it up. So good for him. We'd love to see it. Yeah, I'd love to see it from Jalen. 
On the flip side, biggest disappointments through the uh, first four weeks. I've got two. First one, um, you know, I'm going to say the Eagles, but more specifically Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a huge fan of Wentz. I even bet on him last year to win uh, to win MVP. Um, and obviously that didn't happen, but, uh, you know, I've been high on him. I thought he was going to be great, and he's really struggled uh, through the first four weeks of the season. And the, the Eagles as a team have really struggled. Luckily, just pulled out their first win this past weekend. Um, but they have not looked good. They've been a disappointment. But my biggest disappointment so far has to go to the Texans. 0-4 start. Just fired Bill O'Brien earlier this week. Um, things are not working out well in Houston. I'm disappointed with the Texans. Disappointing, underrated, disappointing sports here in Houston. The Rockets can't get it done. The Texans can't get it done. Uh, I don't know. Are the Dynamo good? I don't know. Let's assume no. The Dynamo can't get it done. (laughs) The Dynamo. They're probably like, champ. The Dynamo. They really give Houston heartbreak year after year. Anyway, uh, my biggest disappointment uh, of the 2020 uh, first quarter of the season so far Really, the NFC East as a whole, um, this division (laughs) sucks, man. I hate watching them. Um, No team really has much to offer. The Giants, Joe Judge is making the guys run um, at practice. Bro, this is the NFL, Joe Judge. Like, this, what are you thinking, man? Uh, You got Eagles, Carson Wentz, can't stop giving the ball away. Um, Looks awful. Cowboys truly can't cover anyone. Um, they can't do any, and then just when you think it can't get worse, the only bright spot of the NFC is Chase Young goes down with a groin injury. So I'm over this division. Um, cancel them, the whole thing. You know, the winner. What do you think? Six, seven wins that'll get it done. Uh, yeah, I mean, seven and nine probably wins the division. I mean, there's a chance that the Cowboys could start pulling out some wins and finish with a winning record. But I, uh, I honestly don't think if, if a team in that division doesn't finish above 500, they should have to give up their playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fair. If you're not over 500, you don't deserve to make the playoffs. 100%. Um, they've been just dismal as a, as a division. And so um, that really does it for the first quarter 2020 NFL awards. First award show I've ever hosted. thought I won pretty well. Yeah. Pretty good. Your your natural award show. So I can see you being you'll be uh, handing out ESPYS next year. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for the first quarter awards. We'll be back mid season. Yeah, we'll be back next season. Mid season. <laughs> we'll be back with mid season awards. We'll also be back uh, after. Uh, we'll be back on Monday morning with a new podcast as well. Um, so stay tuned. We will talk to you guys later. Peace. Thank you.